tonight. A little something to whet your appetite. And it's gonna make you feel alright. Sweet gravy and Carmen Kirk. Check them out as they go to work. Congratulations on your new podcast. Now open up a can of bass and blast, blast, blast. Carmen, how you doing? How you doing? Welcome back to the Sweet Gravy Podcast. Yeah, here for another another episode. Mm -hmm. Pretty excited. I think we have a few things to unpack today. Oh, we got to unpack today. Yeah, it's Boxing Day. Yeah. Okay. Now we now we need to unpack. So I want to start off with saying I rushed to the bathroom today. You had to go. I had to go. You really had to go. Yeah. So, well, normally I hold it to the last minute. Uh-huh. I don't know why I do that, but yeah. it's just a thing I do. You once told me you said you ever have to shit so bad you cry. Or pee so bad you cry. You cry? Yeah. I've I've certainly done the pee-pee business <laughs> where so, I really needed to go. Yeah. It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Like. Because you hold it. Yeah. If I'm sleeping at night and it's cold, it's a little chilly in the house, I definitely, I'll wait to the morning until my kidneys are about to explode and then I cry. We'll be in bed in the morning and you'll, you'll come in and you'll be like, you'll be like, don't touch me. I need to pee. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to pee on you. It's like, why don't you just go to the bathroom? Well, I gotta get my I gotta get my head right first. You have I'm to get your head right before you go to. Okay, so you 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 rushed into the bathroom. What happened? I rushed into the bathroom. I pulled my pants down and I sit down and I sit down not on the toilet seat but on a cold rim of a toilet. The porcelain. The porcelain. You sat on the porcelain rim. Yeah, because you didn't put the toilet seat down. Me. We've had these conversations multiple <laughs> times, and. You need to put the toilet seat down. You want me to put the toilet seat down? Yeah. Why? You lifted it up. Uh-huh. So put it back down. Well, I didn't realize that I lifted it up. Okay, well, if I get pissed, I'm going to pour some fucking toilet water on you, you or something. You're going to pour toilet water <laughs> on me? <laughs> I have to. You're, Where? You know how angry I was when I sat on that where damn shit? Where are you going to pour the toilet? Right on your water. head. No, but where am I going to be? On the couch. You're going to get toilet water all over the couch? Yep, then you got to clean it. You're going to make me clean it then, too? Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't like that very much. I'm just saying, Kirk. It's common courtesy. When you live with a girl, you need to put the toilet seat down. Mm -hmm. See, you didn't have siblings. No, I didn't. If you grew up with a sister, you would have had to do it. Why? Because it's a, you have to. I'm sure my sister would have been sufficient in life to... No, it don't work like that. You are you are excluding a large group of people when you say that. You think so? Yeah. Women want the toilet seat down. Uh, this is an argument for a reason. Uh-huh. I don't think my brothers ever Put had the that. toilet seat down? No, they never left it up because my mom would have cussed them the fuck out. Like, uh -huh. you had to put that toilet seat back down. Well, I don't know. So, they knew what to do. I don't, we, I don't remember ever having those little issues while living... In a family home. Mm -hmm. Not with my brothers. Like, it was never... Uh, I don't have any stories about, like, the boy versus girl situation. Right. Yeah. 
Like, none of my brothers were ever in the bathroom too long or none of the weird shit that boys do as they're coming of age. I don't remember any of that. Okay. This is pretty normal. Mm -hmm. They follow the rules. They put the toilet seat down. So, you got it? Did I get what? That you're supposed to put the toilet seat down. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're talking to me? Yeah. I have to put the toilet seat down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because after I used to... I'll do it if I remember. It's not like it's a common thing for me not to put the toilet seat down. Well, after Typically, after is. I used the bathroom, uh-huh. I came out and you said, "Why did you say what the fuck?" Yeah, in the because bathroom? you no, you, yeah, no, you went in there and you go, "Oh hell nah!" Like <laughs> with them Tyrone videos, you know, <laughs> and you're like, "Hell nah!" And I was like, "Well, what's she yelling about?" And I go, "Oh bam!" You went out, "Well bam, Carmen." And then I come back out. You yeah. asked me why I said, yeah, I "Oh like, hell no." Nah. Yeah, why'd you say, "Hell no"? Nah. And I said, "You didn't put the toilet seat down." Yeah. And then you went to the bathroom after that, and I went in to fix myself up, and the toilet seat was up again. What? You I know? did a two for one. <laughs> two for one. Wow, it's a double double transgression theory. You know? Yeah. You already going to the doghouse. Might as well just do it again. Just do it again. <laughs> Get your money's worth, baby. Yeah. What else? Mm-hmm. That's a problem, though. I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about putting these toilet seats down. I think I do a pretty good job. Most of the time, you do. Mm-hmm. So you know, you just gotta give me. You gotta give me one. You know, sometimes the toilet seat's gonna be up. Okay. Think of all the times it wasn't up. That's true. But think I've about already, all the times I've that already it was counted down. three times this week. Three times. Three times. When this was the week. other time? Two times was today. Two to two and today. once two days ago. When you came home from work? Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't count because you're not here. When you step into the house for the first time, <laughs> you got to just assume that the toilet seat is up. What kind of man am I lifting up, putting the toilet seat down, and you're not even home? <laughs> huh? That doesn't even make any sense. Okay, Kirk. <laughs> so I'm excited. Uh, me and Kirk both got some good news this week. We finally, oh, the governments. The governments. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead. So I got uh, I finally got my paperwork so I can pay these tickets that I've had forever off. Mm-hmm. I've been working on it for like four and a half months now, and my tickets are in Detroit, which are they're stupid little petty tickets, too. They're not even like. I looked at the, you had three different tickets. Mm-hmm. From what I saw, and it was <laughs> not having a license, not having insurance, mm-hmm. not having a registration. Oh, <laughs> like, like, how are you just driving? And you're like, oh no, it's all from the same thing. It was one stop. I it got stopped one, stop, one fucking time tickets. for not coming to a complete stop at a stop sign. Uh-huh. And I left. I had just got the truck. I only had the truck for a few days. Right. So I had everything in the envelope, but I left the envelope at home. I, I was running over to my auntie's house or something like that. And I left the envelope at home with all my paperwork in it. Mm-hmm. So he stopped me for that small ticket and just loaded my ass up with right. a bunch of shit. It's like and, you're going to make the quota gonna make the quota this week yeah so it's really all simple stupid stuff but mm-hmm. i finally got the information in the mail they reduced my tickets from 1200 to 345 mm-hmm. so i'm pretty excited about that now i can get my license yeah so now i can start the second half of the long process now you got to go through the main process you got the michigan done yeah well you got the information that you needed mm-hmm. because you still have to pay the tickets mm-hmm 
You have to pay the tickets. I'm going to pay those really quick, though. Right. You have to pay the tickets, and then that makes it okay for you to tell Maine that your license is instated. But Well, once I pay the tickets, Michigan has to actually clear my name. Right. Like, they have to actually put it in the system that is paid. So uh-huh. that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing. Right. And right. then I feel like getting my, I feel like Detroit is so slow that Maine will be easier than what uh-huh. I went through the last four and a half months with just no information at all. Uh-huh. And we also got something else in the mail, finally. I got a title for the car that we bought. Yeah. Finally we got the title the, for the car. We bought the car in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, due to the COVID, I wasn't able to actually get it registered and uh, pay my taxes on it until October. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, uh, so I went in there in o- October and I paid all the stuff and sent in the application for the title and it just showed up this week. Yeah. And now we have it. That means we can sell the car now. <laughs> huh? You're waiting on a title to sell it? Well, I'm just saying we can sell it. Yeah, it's an option. If we didn't have the title, it would, and it breaks down and we want to trade it in for something, yeah. we'd just be stuck with it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is very true. It is nice it's to a, have. It's a 2003 Grand Marquis. It's 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Who knows how long it's going to last? I thought it was older than that. No, it's 17. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy because it's a kid that I work with, and he has a Grand Marquis, and it's similar to ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Burgundy. And I was like, oh, we have a black one. He was like, oh, don't just brag about the better car, Carmen. Uh-huh. And I was like, why am I, what is that bragging? <laughs> He's like, you got a black one. That's the nice one. Yeah. I got a slick. burgundy one. Yeah. Ooh, gross. <laughs> you got a maroon car? Yeah. I think he just got it for a good deal as well. So yeah. I just picked it up. It's cheap. Yeah. I was thinking about getting another one. Another Grand Marquis? Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Why not? No, we got to stop it right here. If you're going to get a license, you need a car, Carmen. Yeah, but not that. Why? Because we just don't need it. Why? We'd be so cute together. No, that's too large for me. <laughs> it's just too big of a body I, to maneuver. I was talking to my mother, and she was like, I can't imagine seeing Carmen driving that big old car. I can't. What, what kind of... See, you like... I'm already not the best driver. That's why my ass got tickets that's now. That's why you got tickets. Well, here's the thing, is you, uh, you like to tell me that you like to drive trucks. Yeah, but on those I'm tickets, a truck woman. yeah, on those tickets that uh, you had, you were driving a Kia Sportage. Yeah, that's not a truck. It's an SUV. <laughs> an SUV is not a truck. It's the same thing. And and it's a not Kia a car. Sportage, Kia Sportage is a small SUV. Oh yeah, it's a little. It's a little <laughs> it's compact not, thing. It's nowhere near a truck. It's not heavy either. I used to feel like I was gonna blow over on a freeway. The mm-hmm. wind was blowing, and I'm on a freeway driving. Like, the car would just be, like, airplaning. I'm like, damn, <laughs> about to blow off the side of the freeway. Right. <laughs> but it was a little slick truck. It was perfect for me. But it wasn't a truck. It was an SUV. Uh-huh. Perfect for me. Right. It was cool. Right. So you would want something like that again? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I think what we should get is a Honda Fit. I really I, I think that fit, the Grand Marquis are for old men and women, yeah, and boys. I, I th- don't think a young girl, a girl my age, should be gra- uh, driving a Grand Marquis. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Um, but I think that we should get a nice Honda Fit because they're small. 
They're ugly. Uh, but we need to get a backup beeper on it. So whenever you reverse, it goes beep, beep. Beat, like a like a semi truck. Yeah, they're a little bit ugly though. <laughs> I don't like how they look. But they have so much storage in there. The back seat it kind of like folds up or down. You can put stuff under the seat. Oh man, it's amazing. Yeah, but they're ugly. Does the car have to look good? Yeah, it does. I want it to look at least decent. I don't want to. It's just ugly. I'm not gonna look at that and be like, yeah, let me let me test drive that. Fuck uh-huh. that shit. That shit ugly. I love it. I think they look cool. They look slick, especially uh, when you get the nice uh, dented trims on it. Ooh, it's great. Well, I feel like like we were talking about last night. Me and you have two different perspectives and how we approach things in life. Uh-huh. We approach things completely differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, fuck that. I don't want that. And you're right. like, oh, well, it has so much room. And fuck that room. Yeah. I don't care if the shit got room. In the, in the end, a vehicle is just to get you... To where you're going. Yeah. It doesn't I, matter what it looks like. I think so. As long as it goes where you need it. That's true. And does what you need it to do. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Well, just so you know, whenever I get a car, you're not going to want to drive it. Mm-hmm. Because I smoke cigarettes in my car. Oh, gross. When are you going to quit smoking? Never. <laughs> Never ever? Mm-mm. I like Newports. Yeah, you got you to gotta stop, though. I don't think I can, Kirk. I'm already too too far in. I'm what about twelve years in now? Twelve, thirteen years in? Mm-hmm. I don't see I don't see an end in sight. <laughs> All you have to do, see, I, I, when I when I quit smoking, you know how I did it? How? I just didn't buy them anymore. Yeah, but when you <laughs> when you stopped smoking, I, you I, was already yeah. you was already out the game. You I, were smoking only on on the days that you drank beer. Uh-huh. That's it. During yeah, a week when you went to went work, out, went out to the yeah. If you went out to the, the bar, bar, you would come out have a cigarette, but you didn't smoke that much anyway. Mm-hmm. So you are already a foot and a half out, right? So that doesn't count. Uh huh. It's think not it like was. you. It's not like you stopped I smoking still had from that, a, a I half still a pack had a day. That addiction, you know. And yeah, there were there were there was a time in my life where I was smoking a pack a day. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes if it was a real good day, maybe even two. Oh my God, your mother's gonna hear this. She don't know you've been smoking like crazy. Yeah, but that was years ago. Yeah. I've literally been years without smoking. Yeah. Well, I haven't. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was at work uh, yesterday and when I'm at work, I smoke a lot less mm-hmm. because it's You're cold outside. Something. And yeah, I got I'm my time is occupied. Mm-hmm. And if we're busy, um, it's unacceptable to leave your team to smoke a cigarette in the middle of a rush. Yeah, That's just unheard of. You can't do shit like that. You're a shitty person if you do that. Mm-hmm. So I've never needed a cigarette bad enough to where I would leave my team hanging to go smoke a cigarette during a, a big push. Right. So we were busy because it was Saturday. And I went three and a half hours. Yeah. Which I can go. I've been... Eight-hour shifts without smoking, actually. Right. Because I've worked at places where when you first get there, you don't really know where to smoke and what the policy is. Uh So I'll just work my entire shift and don't smoke at all. Mm -hmm. Then I'll smoke after work. And it sucks, but after a few hours, you adjust, and it's just like whatever. Yeah. Yesterday, I was like, I need a fucking cigarette right now. I need it right now. Yeah. And then I had Wendy's. Gross. Because one of the managers brought in Wendy's. What did you? What did they get you? 
she just bought a bunch of double cheeseburgers. So I was hungry, so I had one. And it wasn't very good. Wendy's is probably the worst out of the fast food the square burgers? Mm-hmm. Why? It's just, I don't know. It's just not a very good burger. Well, you got the Frosty, right? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. The chili with the hot chili sauce is bomb. Um, they got that awesome, uh, they call it sauce sauce. I haven't, I don't You've know. You've never had sauce sauce? No. Oh, man, it's the best. Sauce sauce? Well, you put it on the fries or something? I, I dip my fries in it, yeah. But it's amazing. I even put it on my burger. I'll do whatever. I think it's for the, the nuggets, but I'll just be like, can I get some sauce sauce? Oh, I won't do Never nuggets without sweet and sour. Only sweet and sour Only sauce. Only sweet and sour? Me. Absolutely. Gross. Wendy's sweet and sour is not as good as McDonald's, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. As long as it's sweet and sour, I'll take that. Um, but as far as double cheeseburgers from Wendy, it's just it's it's just not necessary. You don't like they it. could take that off the menu and be just fine. You've had enough. Yeah. No more. Yeah, it was I felt bad. She brought them all and she brought a lot of them in too and everybody was like, Oh people were taking a bite and throwing them in a the garbage. I'm no. like, they just throwing her money right in a fucking garbage can. And did she seize it? She sees she, whole burgers with one bite out in the trash can? Well, see that's the thing. When How I, many bites is a burger anyway? I feel like ten? Nah, it's gotta be six. But that's you taking big bites. It's one one, two you taking large bites. It's I like, don't take large bites. It's like bites. five around like a star, right? And then one in the middle. <laughs> huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if that's how you want to want to work it, if that's how you want to work I that burger. I feel like a burger is six bites. Okay. Well, they took one bite and threw it away. Uh-huh. So typically if I do something like that, I try to put a paper over it and cover it up. <laughs> you like covering your food. Yeah, I don't. That's my pet peeve. Uh-huh. I don't like. Uh, going to sit down and eat, and people are like, "Oh, that's awesome! What's that?" Like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. It bothers me to no end. Like, I can't. I don't know what to do about it. I hate it. Right. And everyone does it, so it starts to feel like maybe I'm the weird you, one. You you hide your food, so you mm-hmm. you'll make a plate of food at your job. Yeah. And then you'll put a napkin over it. Yeah. So then every you create. The the mystery. I don't though. It's and weird. They gotta to, solve it's it. weird. They gotta solve the mystery, Carmen. It's I've like your seen, own episode of Ducktales. I've Woo-hoo. seen people coming over and lifting up the paper. Yeah, they lift it up and because I'm like, they're like, "What's don't in there? fucking do that." Yeah, and they're like, like, "Well, no, I wasn't it. gonna eat it. Why the fuck are you looking at that? It's not yours. Uh huh. Why are you doing that? But they want to see. That's like somebody's bag sitting there being closed, and you opening up their purse. Like, you I want to see what's in it. You don't do that. That's fucking weird. Why? It's just not necessary. Oh, like, I don't know. So I brought a, I bought some cheese ravioli, some frozen cheese ravioli. and uh, To work? Yes. Where'd, where'd it come from? Here. We have cheese ravioli here? Yeah, I bought it from the grocery store. Okay. It's in the freezer. And I made it with some sauce and burger, made it all up, and then I brought it in for lunch for work a uh-huh. few days ago. And... I covered it up with a paper towel. This kid at work, he knows I don't like people looking at my food. So he's like, here, Carmen, put this over your food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like He's always trying to help me out. Like, don't let him see it. Right. So I'm like, Because right. it's funny. Yeah. So, it's silly. So he participates. He's like, right. here, you can put this yeah, over your like, food today. He's like, I got today. your back. I got your back. Yeah. Because <laughs> he want me to be his friend because everybody do. Mm-hmm. So I cover 
it up and I walk upstairs really quickly so nobody stops me before because I got to go through like six people. So I get up there, I eat. When I'm at work, it's hard to eat a full meal. Like you said, you feel tired. And then, so I ate a few of the raviolis and then I was like, I'm going to toss this out. So I came down to the kitchen, I took my ravioli and I threw it in the garbage. And then I took a paper and I put the paper on top of the ravioli. And then a girl lift up the paper in the garbage. And she said, did you have ravioli for lunch? I'm like, God uh-huh. damn. Yeah. And then they're going to see oh that. Oh, my God. They're going to see that ravioli and be like, where'd she get ravioli? And then they're going to ask you. They're going to be like, can I have that? some of that ravioli you got? Yeah. That looked really good. And you're going to be like, I brought that from home. And they're going to be like, you work at a restaurant. Why would you bring your own food? Oh, the worst part about it is I went to a restaurant next door and got food. Uh-huh. And the restaurant next door was like, you work next door. Why do you come in here for food? Right. And the girl there was like, well, she works there. Why would she want to eat the same thing every day? Every day, yeah. yeah you get tired of the same thing when you work a there. A man can't eat the same ham sandwich every day. I could eat bologna every day. Yes. I like some bologna. <sighs> I don't think... I, I'm pretty happy that I was raised in a family that didn't really have bologna around. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know what bologna would go with. With bread and cheese and mustard, <laughs> yeah, American cheese. American. You don't cheese? want to mess it up that, and put a different cheese on it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. Yeah, American cheese has a purpose. It has its place, like you it? like to say. Bologna sandwiches, grilled cheese. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, you yeah, want I yellow I, American on grilled cheese? I guess cheese. grilled cheese is all right with yeah. the American cheese. We just don't. And you and I, we don't really get American cheese. I do sometimes. You Not do? very often, but once in a while. If I'm I making grilled remember. cheese and tomato soup, I do. Mm-hmm. So I do get it sometimes. Okay. <laughs> what that lady say when I went to go get the grilled, the tomato soup? Okay, so we were at Walgreens. At the time, it was a Rite Aid, but it's become Walgreens now. Mm-hmm. And you got some tampons. Mm-hmm. And, Tampons. And... Uh, <laughs> Tomato soup, mm-hmm. and then some fixings for grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Some bread and, and probably and some cheese. The woman at something. the cashier was like, she, <laughs> she was like, <laughs> what did she say? She's like, uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup, huh? And like she's a, she like knows that that's your period food. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm. that's what that's her comfort food right there. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Yeah, like girl, do your job. Bring the shit up. Put <laughs> it in the back. Yeah. That's it. Don't like. But at that uh, particular Walgreens, the ladies there know me. We speak mm-hmm. all the time. So we know each other's personal shit. Well, I don't tell them my personal shit, but a lot of people like to to give out information, uh-huh. especially here. People are really friendly. so People want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. They see the black girl walk in. Uh-huh. They see me everywhere. Like, like we talked on the last episode, that anti-racist. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, there's that little black girl. I'm going to go talk to her. Yeah. Make but, her feel welcome. Yeah. But these ladies um, at Walgreens, they're genuinely just nice people. Uh-huh. So I don't think they mean any harm by anything they say. They're just, every time I walk in, they're really nice to me. So the places I go constantly, I can tell when people are genuine and people are just being extra, typically. Mm-hmm. I can typically tell. So <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird thing. I'm a black girl that live in Maine. Right. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing because I'm not Somali, I'm not a uh, Nigerian or African. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just a lone wolf here. Just all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. So I was walking downtown a couple days ago, and um, it was some tourists here, some visitors. Mm-hmm. And it was a bunch of, it was a whole car full of black people. It was one car, and it had to be like 12 people that got off that damn car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do they got another car that I don't see? Because right. I'm pretty sure they all just got out of that one car, uh-huh. and that's very odd. And they were parked in the wrong spot, so they shit probably going to get towed. I was like, oh, my God. And it was this white guy standing in the middle of the street, and he was just like, hey, you guys look happy today. Oh, my God, do a little dance. I'm like, he's dancing in the middle of the street. And they're like, he's Was he a crazy man? Yeah. He was? He was a homeless man just sitting there in the cold, bundled up on the street, just doing nothing. He's probably dancing to keep warm? Probably. Yeah. I think he just needed somebody to talk to, and they were nice to him, and they're new here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was just like... I was just sitting there watching. Right. I was like, this could go left. Uh-huh. But the guy wasn't. He was just being a homeless man. Right. A nice homeless man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got to talk about today? Um. Well, we're in it. I was just thinking. Um, no, but you, you want to talk about this Henry Clay man. Oh, no. I, that, that's only something. Okay, so, uh, well, I guess... You say you want to Henry Clay, he's a he's a a, a man in, in our American history. Okay, he's, he's been uh, called the Great Negotiator, mm-hmm. and I've decided that you, Carmen Johnson, are also going to be in America's history books as the Great Accentuator. Why? You? Uh, oh, sorry, a, a, exaggerator. The great exaggerator. Yeah, Carmen oh Johnson, America's great exaggerator. Because you exaggerate everything. Like, how, give me an example. Okay, so uh, whenever you drive a uh, Kia Sportage and you call it a truck. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Kirk, you keep it tally. Yeah, like. <laughs> I got all the receipts. They say, huh? Mm-hmm. You watching the Housewives too much? Oh, <laughs> now you got to get my Nene leaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, uh, that I just wrote that down as a just a to keep in mind that you are the great exaggerator. And from this point on, I think if you exaggerate anything, I'm gonna point it out. You gonna call me Henry Clay? Uh, no, you Carmen Johnson. <laughs> I don't think I exaggerate things. A Kia Sportage. Okay, you can say a truck. I don't think that's exaggerating. I, I don't think you could call it a truck. But Kirk, you are specific with things. Yeah, I. Uh, you get so yeah, you super nitpicky and uh-huh. like, you got to be politically correct all it's the not, time. It's not. It doesn't have to do with politics. You see, every <laughs> single every single time we we brought this up multiple times during a during a podcast, and yeah. you always like it's not political. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with politics. Yeah, it's okay. You can say it. <laughs> you don't got to get crazy. I don't know. <laughs> That's super funny. Why you get so crazy about that? I don't know. I I think that uh, uh, getting into specifics are good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe I exaggerate some things. I mean, I I, I feel like uh, I've actually gotten in trouble for that a time or two, where people are like, "Well, you know what you mean, right?" 
Like you know exactly what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. So you're being an asshole. Yeah. Well, I don't think that it's being an asshole. It's just I'm telling you, it is. (laughs) I don't. It don't don't bother me because I don't feel that it's that. Kirk, I like that about you. Uh I think it's awesome. Right. So it doesn't bother me. But sometimes I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Get out of here. (laughs) Had enough. Yeah. I had enough. All right. So I think that we should um. We should do a little segment. Okay. So we're going to do this segment, and we got to come up with a a good name for it. But this segment is pretty much um, we're going to name two things, and we're going to battle it out. And it's just a test segment. We're going to battle it out and and go from there. So the— What two things are we naming? Well, the topic was it's my side versus your side. Okay. So it's it's right versus wrong, pretty much. Um, Me and Kirk— we had this whole conversation and we've had this conversation multiple times about uh-huh. our place being extremely cluttered. Uh-huh. We have no, we have a one bedroom apartment. Right. And it's perfect for me and him. Uh-huh. Perfect space. We shared a bedroom, so it's not like um, we need that much space. We both work. Right. So uh, not that big of a deal. But Kirk is a little hoarder. How am I hoarding? He hoards empty space. Empty? <laughs> I take the empty space. <laughs> he take all. And I put stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. No empty spaces. Empty spaces. <laughs> no empty spaces around here. Yeah. No. You got to have stuff in those spaces to make it feel like a home. Otherwise, you look like you're living in a hospital. No, you don't. Uh-huh. Kirk, I, all right. I don't care about this stuff. So w- w- what's the point? All right. So we're going to go... We're going to go back and forth with this table and this exercise bike. <laughs> okay. So you bought this table. Right. Well, ta- I made the table. He made the table. Uh-huh. The table is beautiful, but there's no space for it. Uh-huh. And now our exercise bike is behind our couch in front of the kitchen. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a couple feet from the microwave, the exercise bike. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to fucking, how am I supposed to exercise next to the damn microwave? In the in refrigerator. What do you mean? Where do you want it to be? <laughs> well, I'm supposed to feel motivated working out next to the refrigerator, Kurt. <laughs> you look at the you look at the um, refrigerator and you're like, Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> I'm not looking at that refrigerator. So go ahead, make your case. Make your case for why you think it's necess- uh, necessary to have these things. Let's just get a little workout on this segment. Well, I tried to actually get rid of the bike a while ago. Yeah, and you told me not to. Because I knew that this was happening. And the bike hasn't been used. I use it a little tiny. Uh Uh-huh. When was the last time you used it? Like a month ago. Ah, yeah. Like a month ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably used it right after I said we should get rid of it. Yeah. Just to (laughs) keep it. (laughs) I think that where it is right now, behind the couch, I think it's fine there. I think that uh, people need a table. You need a table yeah, to put things on. Yeah, but we're not going to use this table to put things on. We got things on it right now. Yeah, but this podcast table, we're not going to use it for anything else. Uh-huh. I think that... Um, also, I was thinking about the space because this table is made, the base of the table has two shelves on it. Mm-hmm. So you can put stuff in it. It's saving more space. It's creating storage while also being functional. 
Okay, I agree with that. I think that's a very good idea. I think it's uh I think the table is beautiful. I think you put together a really nice table and you're very talented at what you do. I like the shelves underneath. My issue with the shelves is that it's gonna accumulate more shit. The more shelves, the more <laughs> ledges, the more the more, the more stuff, fucking the more stuff you put on. Yeah. Yeah. It just accumulates more shit. Right. And I feel claustrophobic uh-huh. with too many things in a way. You've had enough. Yeah, I can't even mop the floor, or sweep the floor because it's things everywhere. Uh-huh. You got a, you got that Amazon addiction. <laughs> this table didn't come from Amazon. Yeah, see, you didn't get this table from Amazon because I said you had an Amazon addiction, <laughs> and I don't know. I think that's worse. No, I didn't get this table from Amazon because I just couldn't find the one that I wanted, and uh, we were gonna record this today. Mm-hmm. And um, by the time a table from Amazon would have, you don't know what you're gonna get. It's gonna be cheap and gross, and that's that's not what I wanted. All right. Well, anyone who's listening, if you think that Kirk is justified in having this large table and the exercise bike right in front of the refrigerator, <laughs> or if you think that I'm right about. Not having as much shit in a one-bedroom apartment because I want to sweep them off the floor occasionally and not move <laughs> don't, shit around. Don't say, don't say you want to get rid of all the stuff so you can clean because that's not true. <laughs> okay. That's you, not what you're looking you, for. If you, you just don't want the stuff in here. If you, you would rather have a blank house. Mostly, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, so if you agree with Kurt's point of view or if you agree with my point of view, which I think that some of the girls going to be on my side. Uh-huh. Either way, uh, please email us at sweetgravypod at gmail.com and let us know how you feel about it. Sure. <laughs> All the listeners. Johnny, we talking to your ass. <laughs> Don't be making no goddamn comments on Facebook. You better fucking email. Huh? <laughs> Johnny is so funny. <laughs> Jaguar think, Paul, you better fucking email. I think that uh, uh, one of... I'll piggyback on... Johnny Johnny is one of the funniest people I think I've ever met. And whenever you posted <laughs> the on Facebook, you said um, the Jonas Brothers is flame. Jonas Brothers is fire. I don't care who, what anybody thinks. <laughs> you say the Jonas Brothers is fire? Mm-hmm. And Johnny was like, who are they? He know who the fuck they are. And I posted <laughs> a picture of them because you didn't have a picture on the thing. You just want to... Because everybody know who they are already. And they're not even brothers. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not even brothers. Kirk, they are. Huh? They all got the same <laughs> mom and dad. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> they're not even brothers, right? And and they're just some kids, that the, the executives at the music place put together, right? They're like the Spice Girls. You guys are disrespecting the Jonas and Brothers we're going right back now. and forth. Right, and you're just like, ah, had enough. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do that. I gotta get off the face. I I I think yesterday I deleted the Facebook app off of my phone. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm off. Of no, the you need to stay on Facebook. Why? So I can tag you on things. Uh, my profile's still there. I'm no, just, keep the app on your phone. I already got rid of it. Why? Because I'm just done looking at the Facebook. I think you should keep it uh-uh. so I can tag you in pictures and things like that. Well, you still can do that. No, I know, but I want you to see it <laughs> oh, <laughs> immediately. Okay. okay. So, yeah, you need to keep Facebook. You were going to make me put Facebook back on my phone? Yeah, you should put Facebook back on your oh. phone. 
Man, why did I get rid of it then? I don't know. You just get in that mood and you just want to do stuff. Uh huh. You want to delete your Facebook? Yeah. You don't want to delete some of the shit in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to delete the things in the house? No, I'm not. I'm not that up in arms about it. I I think it is what it is. Uh-huh. We have a one bedroom apartment. We don't have much storage, so right. it's just one of the, it's an issue that I think most people who live in apartments run into. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a storage space, you have things, and then you don't really have much room to move them around. Right. So it's just one of those things. Yeah. So we got to get something bigger next. Mm-hmm. My fear is if we get something bigger, you're gonna feel that space. You have to. <laughs> you got to fill it. Kirk, no. But, uh, spaces are made for, re- why pay for the square footage if you're not going to Fill it, it up? Yeah. To look at? You want to just look at the empty yeah, space? Yeah, to have it, to just have it. See, uh, you you said in a previous episode that uh, your family, uh, the episode was that room is for uh, chores. Mm-hmm. Where you guys had your parents had a uh, a hangout spot with all the nice furniture in it, mm-hmm. and you weren't allowed in there. Yeah, that's what you want. Only just an empty space with nothing in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> it don't it don't have to be empty. Just you, a little bit of symmetry. You have also said that you lived in a big like townhouse and you only used one room in the whole place. I didn't use any of the rooms. I slept on a couch by the TV downstairs. Uh, One room the spider got, the other room I just <laughs> left there. So I only see, I used see, the bathroom. You, you you want nothing. I used the bathroom. I used the kitchen, and um, I used the couch, and that's it. I feel like if uh, if prisons had private toilets, it'd be perfect for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just if you could have a cell phone. And a private toilet in prison, you'd probably just be loving it. You'd just be on your phone watching the challenge every day. Yeah. Yeah. I get, need the Wi Fi though. Yeah, they'll they'll have Wi Fi. <laughs> Maybe it'll just get you a nice data plan. You know, if you <laughs> if you get rid of Metro, you can, you know, probably get more data, then you don't need the Wi Fi. No, Wi Fi is necessary. I don't know. I like Wi Fi. Well, my phone I get unlimited data. Yeah, but our TV work off of Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. We got a smart TV. Yeah, but if you're in prison, you're not going to be watching TV? I'm not going to be in prison. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a okay. crazy conversation. Oh, I would never like be in prison. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a prison type gal. Well, you know, you no, never they're know. They're not going to give you, me you might, you, Oscar you might Mayer baloney that I don't want to be in there. <laughs> no, they do not give you Oscar Mayer. No, well, I'm all right with the baloney, but. They give you a Mayer's Oscar. Yeah, I don't. No, I need Oscar Mayer baloney. Uh-huh. So if they don't have that, then I don't think I survive in prison. I'm okay with the bologna sandwiches, but once you go lower than the than actual bologna uh-huh. name brand bologna, sometimes that bologna's green though. What it tastes like? Uh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's not. It's not very good bologna. No, oh, that sucks. I decided that I was going to uh, make you some peppered bacon this morning. Ooh. But I didn't. Uh, our <laughs> our first hangout was uh, when we really hung out, mm-hmm. and we were uh, at a wine tasting, mm-hmm. and we woke up the next day, and for breakfast there's <laughs> peppered bacon, mm-hmm. and I was like, this bacon is amazing. This is the best bacon I've ever had. Oh my! But the goodness. meal itself was absolutely 
disgusting. Didn't care. That he, bacon, Kirk only cared about the that bacon. Bacon was great. But think about the amount of people there that didn't eat bacon. Mm-hmm. They just had a shitty meal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not but a that big bacon, bacon fan. I want, I want a nice, thick cut of bacon. Put some pepper on it, baby. Yeah, I'm not a fan of bacon like that. Uh-huh. I will. I think, like you said, just like tomatoes or anything else, it has its place. Um, but no, I'm not I'm not a big fan of bacon. Mm-hmm. It's, just, uh, it's just fat and salt. Right. <laughs> so, and you put a little pepper on it. I was like, ah, I'll make them some pepper bacon this morning. Uh-huh. But then I got lazy and I got us Rubens instead. Yeah, you got to have those nice peppercorns, though. Do we have those? Mm-hmm. We do? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you All know. All this talk about pepper is going to make me sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, Kirk, but my uh, condiment game is on point. Oh, yeah. You got some uh, barbecue sauce in there. I I love having... You were having a uh, a FaceTime with your mother. Mm-hmm. And you you were like, Mom, look at all these sauces I got. I got all the sauces, Mother. Mother, I got all the sauces. <laughs> <laughs> she do, too. And you're running around the house with all the sauces. Mm-hmm. And you th- thought that that was really cool. Yeah. Well, her condiment game is pretty strong, too. Is it? Yeah, my mom. She's the Miss, Mrs. Dash lady. Mm-hmm. She got all the Mrs. Dash, Mrs. Right. Dash everything, plus a bunch of other shit, but... Yeah, my mom is always stocked up on condiments and right. things like that. That's where I get it from. That's why I have to have all of it. Uh-huh. The first apartment that I had where um, I wasn't in the Coast Guard, where those things are kind of taken care of for you, mm-hmm. and I had to actually buy my own shit. And I was young. I had to be 21, my first apartment outside of the military. Right. And you sit there, and you're like, man. Oh, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Or I have some potatoes, some home fries. I mm-hmm. like to put some ketchup on them. Like, right. oh, I don't have ketchup because no I didn't buy it. Right. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I can't make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I didn't buy peanut butter or jelly. Yeah. It's like, that's horrible. You don't think about those things, especially when you live in a household with your your family and uh-huh. they buy it. They buy it. It's like always there. Right. And you get on your own and it's like, Damn. What'd you say you had in your apartment? Just cheese and noodles? <laughs> uh, chili ramen. The green ramen. Mm-hmm. Um, chili ramen. All the cheese. Uh, spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the cheapest cheapest noodles. And like the tin can, like Kroger brand spaghetti sauce. Oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't have no, no meat for the spaghetti? Nope. Nope. Uh, uh, if I wanted to treat myself, I had a nice toaster oven. So I would make like all these awesome sandwiches and I go all out too. And all then, out with what? With, with noodles and cheese? Well, well, the, with the ramen. So I had this one pot and I could make two packages of ramen at the same time. Right. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would eat half of it, you know, when I was hungry then. And then I'd put the rest of it in the refrigerator. Right. Mm-hmm. And. I like to overcook my ramen, so it's like jello. Yeah. It's like gelatinous. Yeah, I don't then, like that. But then you put it in the refrigerator, and then you put it back in the skillet, throw some eggs in there, some extra hot sauce. Oh, hell Ooh, no. that's a tasty meal, Carmen. 
I think one time it's just not fit for a person. Once it's like my, a dog meal. I lived a weekend off of yogurt and Cheerios. I think uh, my parents they bought uh, they bought this yogurt and they didn't want it anymore. I think they wanted like fat free or sugar free or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, here you can have this yogurt. And uh, a buddy of mine he let me borrow Red Dead Redemption video game and I played it a weekend. Like, just the whole weekend, that's all I did. And I, I beat the whole game in the weekend mm-hmm. because I wanted to give them back the disc, you know, on the Monday. Mm-hmm. So I just played it all weekend, eating yogurt. And <laughs> I think they gave me a, a 100 bags of Lipton's, Lipton tea. Mm-hmm. So I was drinking tea and eating yogurt and Cheerios for a weekend. It was awesome. It was great. That sounds horrific. Why? I don't know. I've cooked my entire life. So even if I was in a situation where I was young in school and things like that, uh-huh. um, I always cooked for a living. Right. You eat at work. Right. You didn't have to worry about, like, you really only need little things for snacks and shit at home if mm-hmm. you work in a kitchen. Right. You're there for eight hours a day. Yeah. You'll have a nice lunch. Maybe take something home. Mm-hmm. You're just set. And some places you work at, it's always a bunch of shit to take home. Uh-huh. Like, at the end of the day, like, it's crazy because then, like, fine dining restaurants. So, you know, at, like, McDonald's or fast food restaurants, uh-huh. people gain weight. What do you think people gain weight off of in fast food restaurants? Fries. Exactly. In fine dining restaurants, people gain weight off the mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the night, you're not going to reheat the mashed potatoes from the night before. You make fresh every day. Right. So you have a, most nights you'll have a whole pan of mashed potatoes and people just take them home. So you always have shit you can take home at the end of a night after a busy service. Oh, man. Which is nice. You know, um, reading this uh, Matthew McConaughey book, Green mm-hmm. Lights. My mommy got it for me. Mm-hmm. And. You read it? Yeah. All of it? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I used to be well, a reader and now in, I'm not. In the book, he's got tips and, you know, ways you should live your life. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, everybody's got to listen to Matthew McConaughey. He of course. He's got life figured out. Of course. As a psycho, crazy person. He's crazy. He used to be cute. <laughs> you don't think he is anymore? Nope. He got that false hair and now he's even better looking. He just look, he looks sweet. He looks a little bit off. Well, he, one of his tips for uh, life is hold the fries. Mm-hmm. He said, you're already getting the burger. You don't need the fries. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the fries accompany that they, burger they so well. So good, don't they? Yeah. Why do you think they put chips with sandwiches and fries with sandwiches? Uh huh. Because people want that. People little want that extra. little thing where you're like, yeah, it accompanies the burger. Uh-huh. I mean, with me, I'm one of those people who I eat. Um, I'm used to eating a balanced meal. So <laughs> if I have a meat, I need a starch and a vegetable. Right. And Kirk is always like, uh, sometimes I'll just eat all sides. Right. Most of the time, I'll, if I do meat, especially if I'm cooking for you, it'll be meat, bread, vegetable, starch. It'll be all that, all those components in the meal. Uh-huh. And that's pretty normal. Right. We went to uh, Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse, yeah. For dinner. You couldn't take it anymore. You're like, I need to go out. Like, mm-hmm. I need to go out for dinner. Mm-hmm. You need to take me out, you said. You said, I need to go out for dinner. You got to take me out. Mm-hmm. And so we went uh, to Texas Roadhouse. And I feel like whenever we first show up to any restaurant, because we tip, neither one of us drink soda, really. 
mm-hmm. and we just drink water. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, people think that we're gonna be like bad, like restaurant people. Like we're customer? gonna get the cheap, cheapest thing, you know. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna tip very well because they don't, they can't even get those. They don't even get soda. Mm-hmm. I always think that that's what people are thinking. Is that weird? Um, I don't know. It's a, a bunch of different perspectives because, yeah, a lot of times they make their money off those drinks. Right. Drinks are fucking expensive anywhere mm-hmm. you go, typically. Right. Uh, so people look forward to you buying drinks so that they can make their money. So yeah, maybe a little bit of a preconceived notion once you sit down and you only order water. And, and you're so, uh, you can never figure out what you want. You're indecisive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, uh, and then the menu too large. I can't and figure then, it out. Then whenever you say you're ready, I order my food and I'm just like, bam, I want this. And then you're like, oh, you did that too fast. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, um, that is something I think that they think about too. They're like, when is this girl gonna? But then we order like we got we order a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Appetizers you like, mm-hmm. you know. We the woman upcharges us on everything, and we took it. Mm-hmm. You're like, you want this and this, and we're like, yeah. You want this and this, and yeah. Yeah, Texas Row House, they have this little funny way of upcharging on every fucking thing. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, that steak. Would you like mushroom and onion on it? Right. You're like, sure. Yeah. This bitch. She potato, gave two, do you she want two dollars here? Two dollars here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the um, what was it? the blooming onion? Would you like that with cheddar and bacon? Right. Bitch, stop asking these <laughs> questions. Just take the fucking order like it is. Right. <laughs> no, but we we accepted everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I think there's a little bit of a preconceived notion when you sit down and you only order water mm-hmm. because they like to start off with expensive drinks and they right. make their money off those little margaritas. Even if they have a deal, that's a $5 for two people, $10 mm-hmm. on a drink ticket right. versus zero on a water. Right. But um, I think that you say I'm a difficult customer. You are. I feel like I'm pretty simple. Uh-huh. Make sure you have enough napkins. <laughs> Put ice in my water. That's uh-huh. all I really ask for. Right. That's pretty much it. If, if I got fries, bring ketchup to the table. Mm-hmm. Bring the fucking sauce to the table. Well, like I don't think that's too much. Action. The problem now is with the COVID and stuff, they give you like single serving condiments. Mm-hmm. So you never really get as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Right. Say so bring extra, girl. Right. Don't just bring one. Uh-huh. We got two whole goddamn steaks. Why are you going to bring one A1 <laughs> sauce? Now, you fucked your, yourself. You right. being a bad server, you should have brought more than one in the first goddamn place. Uh-huh. And I shouldn't have to ask for another one. So, she's lucky you paid because, bitch, your tip go down. What? You're going to take away tip? Oh, not enough ice cubes in the water? You give me <laughs> you give me a whole cup of water and a few ice cubes at the top? I'm already I'm already looking at you like she you don't even you, you don't even know how to pour water? <laughs> Damn, no, girl. It's like, yeah, I look at that from the start. I'm watching you from the start. Uh-huh. When you come over there, you only give me a few ice cubes and a whole glass of water. I'm like, "Damn. You gave me ice cubes with my water. I wanted ice water." <laughs> I'm already getting frustrated. That's crazy. Know. You think that's difficult? Yeah, that's difficult. What you just said, you were going pretty good. But then what you said about not having enough ice, that's crazy. I'm expected to provide people a meal that's okay. Uh And if I don't, then I get chastised for that. Right. For not providing the right thing. If if I fucking overcook a burger, I got to redo it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I work in the kitchen. So when I go out to eat, I expect to get the same service that I'm expected to provide. Mm-hmm. 
And I know it doesn't work like that everywhere. Right. But that's that's where my uh, mindset comes from. Okay. Like, if I was in the same position, I haven't worked at a place where I'm able to slack off like that. Or maybe I couldn't. I just care a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. But, yeah. When I when I work, I work in the kitchen. I make sure people's shit is okay. If I burn a burger, I'm not going to give it to them. I'll throw it in the garbage and make another make it one. Again? Yeah. Because if they send it back, I got to make it over again anyway. Why not give them what they want the first time? Yeah. I mean, or they can write a review. And you know they see me go to the bathroom or go get a drink at the bar. They're going to be like, that little black girl in the kitchen burnt my burger. <laughs> I mean, I'm noticeable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I own a light blue shirt. Right. I'm dark skin. So, yeah. I, I think I do a good job with putting out food. So when I go to a restaurant, my shit better be perfect. Uh-huh. Or you getting docked. Docked. And then I also uh, differentiate between servers and uh, people who cook the food. Right. If the food is good and the service is shitty, a lot of times I'll go get a chef a tip. Yeah. Yeah. The server was shitty. Bitch, you don't deserve no tip. Mm-hmm. But the food was good. Yeah. Remember that issue we had when we were in Texas with that guy? We've talked about it before. Uh... <sighs> He was uh, like a busboy, right? Or a host? He was a host. He was a host, and he sat us to our table, mm-hmm. and he he took our order. He served our table the majority of the time we were there because but our the, server was so bad. But there was a, a guy who was our actual server, mm-hmm. and he would come in, and he would be like, oh, what, what would you guys like? And then we're like, no, that guy, he already got us. And he was like, huh? <laughs> how did you guys, he's like, how did you guys get these drinks? Yeah. I'm like, the guy who sat us gave us the drinks. Right. And then he went and said something like, dude, don't do that. Yeah. And then he came back and we had our food. And he, like, had, a, he had a little uh, a little uh, menu mm-hmm. that he, he stuck a piece of paper to mm-hmm. to write down the stuff that we wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, clearly he's never like served before. Yeah, but I but mean, he was trying to break in the game that day. He was trying to get in the game. That's the thing. <laughs> I I admired that. I thought that that uh-huh. was awesome. Like was he was so like, you know what? I want to be a server, uh-huh. and I'm gonna show that I can do it. Right. And you made it very easy for him to break in the game because uh-huh. you wasn't doing a good job. Yeah. You could have been a host, and he could have been a server <laughs> that day. So I thought that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else you got, Kirk? You got some church announcements? Church? Yeah. Why church? Not ch- It's just something people say. Oh, no. I don't have anything. I think that we're good for the day. All right. Well, that was awesome. It's always nice sitting and talking to you. And um, thank you again to everyone who listens. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>